Thanks for tuning in to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. This is episode 23, How to Make the Most of Attending an Industry Conference. Today we're going to be talking about why attending industry conferences is so important to your business, how to prepare for the conference, and what to do while you're at the conference. And this year is extra special because our own Renee Dallow is going to be speaking at Wedding MBA in November 2018 in Las Vegas, and we want to meet you guys. So stay tuned to the end of this episode for more information on seeing Renee's presentation and where you can hang out with us. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you wedding rock star work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. This is Renee Dallow, and I am joined, as always, by the lovely and fabulous Mindy Marzik. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. My best fabulous voice. That's right. It's worth, We have early morning voices right now. In case you're listening and you're yeah. thinking, do they sound different? We're just asleep. I was trying to fake it, but now I don't have to. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the brutal honesty today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about keeping it real. And we're Renee has a very busy weekend. So we're trying to get this recorded before her schedule fills up. And I'm it's a little too early for me, but that's okay. I'm going to power through. Okay, so this is a really good topic. Uh, this is actually something that I struggle with myself, because as an introvert, I don't like talking to people. But <laughs> I know that I have to. And Renee is, if I may, is more of an extrovert and she's really good at these types of things. So today we're going to be talking about attending wedding industry or whatever industry you're in, conferences and how to get the most out of your experience. Absolutely. Um, I think if you know me in person, in real life, you know that I'm kind of obsessed with conferences. <laughs> Like I super love going to in-person conferences. Um, in fact, I actually have like a, a Google doc of like all the conferences I've been to like in my career and I go to like two or three a year. So one of the reasons I love going to conferences, aside from the fact that I like to call myself an education nerd, which I am, and I wear that badge proudly, is that I think as wedding business owners, uh, we spend a lot of time working in our business and we don't spend a ton of time working on our business, it, on the, you know, in the day to day, like if you look at my actual, what I accomplish in a day, you know, 80% of it is client work. And I think that's true for everyone. And so what I love about a conference is that, you know, most of the time you're traveling. So you're out of your element, you're away from your physical desk or your workspace, and you sort of have to just surrender to the idea that like, you're going to spend a few days with your out of office on, and you're just going to dive in. Hopefully, hopefully you can let yourself do that. Yeah. And even though you're still working, everyone needs a break from their routine once in a while. And also, I think that um, traveling and seeing new places is really, really important, especially if you're in the event industry. It just gives you a little extra experience, a little extra bit of knowledge. So if you meet someone who's just like, hey, I'm from Chicago, it's like, I've been to Chicago for a conference. <laughs> there you go. So I, I think that, you know, all around, there's so many benefits to attending a conference, you know, maybe just, and it doesn't have to be like 
once a month, you know, just like once a year, maybe even twice a year. And I think, uh, you know, carving out the time for those things is super important. So, you know, last year around this time in October, I had already had wedding MBA on my calendar for this year. And so I didn't schedule anything that week because I knew I'm going to Vegas. Um, I'm going to dive in. I'm not going to really, I'm not going to want to do an event as soon as I get home. Um, and so I just made the time for that. And I think it's really important because the, the wedding business owners that I speak to who are like, oh, I never go to conferences. When I ask them why they say, I don't have any time. Well, guess what? We're never going to have any time. We have to make the time for these things. Yeah. It's just like going on vacation. You just, you have to write it into the schedule or even like if I have an appointment to do my, get my nails done, you have to put that into the schedule. Like, of course there's never any time for anything, but you just have to make time for it. Everything goes in the Google calendar. (laughs) Exactly. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't get done. Yeah. So for me, um, attending a conference can be really awesome because of the education, obviously. And I just want to say about education too. It's like, I, sometimes I hear from people like, well, I don't go to those anymore. I'm past that kind of conference. And on one hand, maybe I understand that. But on the other, you know, I'm pretty established in my business and I still love going to conferences because even if it's something that I know, maybe I need to be reminded or maybe I need a different perspective on that piece of education. Or maybe it's just nice hearing it again from a different person. So I just feel like I never want to get to a point in my business for me personally where I think I'm good. I know everything there is to know about wedding planning. I'm an expert. And I'm done. Like, I feel like that is just the death of creativity and the death of success, really. So for me, education is obviously the number one reason why I would go. Yeah, totally agree with all of that. Second, I would say networking is a huge reason to attend a conference. Now, I hear people, I hear you thinking out there in the interwebs. I hear you thinking, well, why would I network with people not in my market? What if I'm all the way in New Orleans, but I live in New York? Well, that is a closed-minded way to think. Because Mm -hmm. just like Mindy said... We are now in a place because of the internet that you can work anywhere you want. I went to a conference in New Orleans uh, earlier this year that was specifically a design conference. And I learned things about how to do weddings in New Orleans that I did not know. They have a completely different um, timeline for weddings. They have a completely, they don't even have dinner at most weddings in New Orleans. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know either, but that was like, tell me more. It's a compl- it's more like a party. It's like a cocktail party. They don't have a, the timeline that I would think is like standard. Not at all. Interesting. And I would not have known that had I not gone to New Orleans and networked with those local wedding industry people. So, you know, it, that was worth it for me. I was like, oh, if I ever get called to do a wedding in New Orleans or invited to a wedding in New Orleans, at least I know now what to expect. And all of those things can just inform your business back at home, too. Because what if someone comes to me and says, I want a New Orleans style reception, but in Los Angeles? Yeah, exactly. And also, I just want to point out that networking doesn't necessarily mean meeting new people. Like Mm -hmm. you can can see the same people at the same conference year after year. And there's great benefits to that, too. I mean, we I have met so many of my Internet friends at conferences. In fact, two years ago at Wedding MBA, a friend of mine who I was attending with looked at me and said, how do you know all these people? Because people were just running up to me randomly and we were hugging and like <laughs> screaming at each other like, oh, my God. And I said, I know them all from the Internet. I know them all from Facebook groups. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, but I really know them like I know them. And just because I had never hugged them before in person doesn't mean anything to me. Meeting my Internet friends in person is like a highlight of going to a conference for sure. Yes. Exactly. So networking, uh, hanging out with your industry friends, making new connections, mm-hmm. uh, meeting your internet friends in person. Like these are, that's, this is all a form of like networking and a reason why attending conferences are awesome. Um, the yeah. other thing is that 
you can be inspired to start something new or learn something new or create a new aspect of your business. Absolutely. And even inspiration, like Mindy said earlier, just in the location, like just walking the streets of Chicago, seeing that architecture, like that could inspire a styled shoot in you, or you could be sitting in a, in a, you know, in a seminar and think, oh, maybe I should start a new side hustle for my business. Like these things happen. I was at a conference in Las Vegas that was not even for the wedding industry. It was a, it was a weekend for public speaking. And at that public speaking conference, I decided to launch a course. Oh, there you go. And I remember, I think I even emailed you like, I have an idea. Like, because <laughs> when you're in a room of other people who are making, um, who are making, you know, big strides in their business and, or doing big things in the world, or are just in a room with people who also want to learn things, you will get affected by that. It's like osmosis a little bit. It, it like It's like fairy dust. Yeah. It sprinkles all over you too. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of segues into um, the final point we have on our list is that you have uh, unparalleled access to educators in your industry. Um, these people who are speaking at these conferences often will do like little meet and greets or they you can come up to them after their uh, presentation and discuss things with them. Um, you get that one-on-one time that you can't get through email or through uh, a blog post on their website. So, or even like a course, if you're watching an online course. So uh, I think that going to conferences for that alone, if there's someone speaking that you really, really admire, then it's totally worth going. Do you know how many times I have just, poor Alan Berg, I've been like, Alan, I love you. Let's talk. And he's like, at this point now, I think he's like, Hey, crazy lady. (laughs) No, that that loves me. No, I love Alan. Um, But no, I think as, and as long as you are keep go, you're, you go to these conferences and you'll see the same, not the same names all the time, but names that you're familiar with or that you want to be familiar with. And it's like, for most of these conferences, you know, the speakers are required to hang out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, I also think that they want to, I mean, most of them. Oh no, to. for sure. They want to, but there used to be a thing, I think a few years ago where people would say like, oh, she's just going to pop in and then she'll be gone before anyone can talk to her. And that is not the way it works on the speaker side of it these days. I can tell you that from experience. Yeah. When you're booked to speak at a conference, they expect you to be there and present and, you know, meeting with people the whole time. And of course, like as a speaker, I want to do that, but that was never the, um, like the MO a few years ago. It used to be like they would pop in and then leave. Yeah, you're right. So how do we prepare for conferences? Oh my gosh. So no surprise to anyone who listens regularly. Of course, I have like things that I do before every conference that I'm sure Mindy has her own things as well. But, uh, you know, at the very least, I get myself together. So like I'm thinking about my wardrobe. Um, A lot of times in these conference centers, they're freezing cold Mm -hmm. or boiling hot. So I'm all about like the layers and like bringing the just in case things. So it's like definitely layers, definitely like extra lip balm and extra hand lotion because sometimes it's just so dry. And like, I just don't want to be uncomfortable all day, you know? Yeah, same. I always bring a sweater with me. Always. I always bring um, my laptop. I always bring my charging cord. I always bring an additional cord and a phone charger. Like I just want to stay connected. Oftentimes in these convention centers, the Wi-Fi if it, if you get Wi-Fi, it can be like very draining on your devices because it's just constantly looking for a signal and every, like all the other thousand people that are there are doing the same thing. So I find like all of my technology depletes pretty quickly at these mm-hmm. things. Yeah, you definitely need to bring a phone charger or even um, some conferences now have gotten smart and they'll put power strips on every table so you can yeah. plug in your devices. Uh, oh, I'll just so say good. that I don't, I'm the opposite. I don't bring my laptop to conferences. I'll keep it in the hotel room. 
but I don't bring it with me. I like to take my notes by hand. Um, mm. I just feel like I stay more in the moment if I'm not staring at my screen like I do every day for 12 hours a day at home. I just want I want that little break. So I, I personally uh, do hand notes and I, I see everyone around me with their tablets and their laptops and I I don't I mean that's one way to do it but if you're still old school like me you don't have to bring your laptop you can just take bring a notepad oh absolutely so a few years ago I went to this blogging conference not Camp Mighty it was a smaller one and before I went there was a Facebook group for the event and one of the gals in the Facebook group said don't forget to go to Staples before you arrive and get a business card holder And then she posted a photo of what looked like a giant binder ring, like giant, like Mm -hmm. five inch binder ring, just one binder ring. And in the photo, she had taken business cards, punched holes in them and put them on the ring. Now the ring was big enough to wear like a bracelet. Yeah. And that's what she did at the conference. And I remember I read it and I was like, oh, that's kind of genius. Now, and I did it for that conference. I like ran my butt over to Staples and got the thing. And I did it for that conference. And it was like kind of a game changer because that conference was a lot about like, move to this table, pass out your cards, move to another table, pass out your cards. So it was very targeted to like collecting cards. And it sounds so old school and it sounds so like almost remedial to do it this way, but it really worked because it was on my wrist. Someone gave me a card. I popped open the thing, stuck it on there, did a little hole punch. Like it was great. And then at the end I had all the cards on it and I put them all in my database and it was, and it worked. So I've been doing that at conferences since, I mean, at Wedding MBA, I don't wear it on my wrist, but um, it's a nice way for me to keep it. So they're not just all in my bag. Yeah. So um, my, I have a blogger friend, Carly, Carly Morgan, uh, who did this at um, Alt Summit. And uh, she actually gave out the binder rings and the mini hole punch with her card on the ring. So she gave that out as her business card. And she was the most popular person. I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, I'm literally looking at my binder clip right now. I mean, right now it has. Everyone was hunting her down, wanting their own binder ring and and mini hole punch that she was giving out. So I love that she gave out a mini hole punch. Where did she even find that? I mean, I'm sure you can find them, but I've never seen one. Yeah, she must have bought them in bulk somewhere online. But yeah, uh, she gave that out, and she was very popular. And I think she even went back to speak the next year, and she said, "I think it was because." my little binder ring hole punch idea was so memorable. That's amazing. So there you go. So be sure now you don't, you don't have to be as extra as that, but be sure that you bring (laughs) your business cards. And if you you can get like a cheap card holder on Amazon uh, to keep your cards organized. So you have your cards that you pass out and the cards that you collect, Make sure that they're not just, like Renee said, you don't want them just all scattered at the bottom of your bag. You want to treat people's business cards with respect. So you have a little holder for them. The other thing that I do with the business cards, if I have a moment, I will jot down like why I, why I would keep this card, you know? Oh, yeah. Or like a little, um, a little reminder of the person you just talked to. So if yeah. they, or if you met them by the donut table, you can write down like, donut pink sprinkles or something like that. <laughs> right, or like, that yeah. Or if you're talking to someone and you reference something to them, it's like, Oh, they're interested in that Pinterest class that I heard about. Like, right. Pinterest class. Like just because, yeah. especially at a big conference, like wedding MBA, you're, you might talk to like literally a thousand people and it's hard. It's hard to figure out who everyone is after the fact. So I like to, if I can jot a little note too. 
Yeah, that's a super smart idea. So the other thing that we wanted to talk to you about preparing for conferences is um, how to make a, an actual plan for the conference uh -huh. as far as the presentations, the parties, your meals. Um, I personally like to write all that out. And what I actually do is I print out like a blank calendar um, and I will write, I will actually take the week and like write it down and then I can do it in my planner, but I don't like to lug my big planner around. So I just have a piece of paper that tells me at a glance what my plan for the conference is. Nice. What I like to do, especially for a larger conference like Wedding MBA, is I actually print out the entire PDF like schedule for the conference. So this year I printed it out a few weeks ago. It's 12 pages, double-sided, which is intense, right? That's an intense amount of things to go through. However, at Wedding MBA, things are uh, organized by your job type. So like there's a planner track, there's a DJ track, a photographer track. So there are things on this document that won't pertain to me. But because Wedding MBA is, you know, it's a conference for everyone. But just because I'm a wedding planner doesn't mean I have to stay in the wedding planner track. So I do, uh, much like I do when I get ready to vote for things, I go through the entire packet and I read through it to, say if there, to see if there's anything in anyone else's track that seems appealing to me. Um, yeah. And then I just make my notes, like I circle on the documents itself, like which ones I really need to go to. And then sometimes, you know, there's a there's a, a time period where there's two things I want to go to or three things I want to go to. If that's the case, sometimes I'll ask my friends that I know are going like, hey, are you going to this workshop instead of the other one? Can I trade notes with you? Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So because you can't be everywhere at once. And I, I hate leaving a presentation in the middle to go check out right. something else. So I'm like, well, how can we get the most bang for our buck? And then honestly, I like to schedule in like some downtime too, which I know is oh, like, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people are like, well, I paid for this ticket. I have to get every single minute of every single minute. And I get that. But every so often I'll look at the ones, especially the ones right after lunch and be like, how many of these am I running back to? Or how many of these can I maybe take another 30 minutes to answer emails or to return phone calls or just to like sit and have a coffee? Yeah. So I definitely, I weigh my feelings and thoughts about all the things that I want to go to. And then honestly, sometimes I have to think like maybe the ones that I'm least um, excited about or the ones I need to go to the most. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to look at it. But I'm the same way. I take a look and see where I can fit in some breaks, especially with my aforementioned introvertedness. Um, <laughs> I, I need to take some extra breaks. So don't be afraid to plan in some breaks for yourself. Yeah. And there are some conferences. I know we keep talking about wedding MBA because that's on my brain because it's coming up, but you know, I've been to so many conferences over the years. There are some conferences where the schedule is one page long and you guys are all in the same curriculum the entire time. And you just sort of get there in the morning and go with the flow. And then at the end of the day you leave. And, um, you know, those are obviously much easier, uh, because they've done the work for you, but it's still like, you need to make it your own. So like Mindy said, if you need to take a break, step outside, take a little extra lunch or whatever, like that's up to you. And like, you have to make the conference enjoyable for you as well. A lot of times after the conference I hear, I'll say like, Oh, how did it go? I'm like, Oh, so burnt out afterwards. Or like, Oh, it was just too much information. And it's like, you get to decide that for yourself, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So speaking of being at the conference, yes. what tips do you have for people once they made their preparations, they got their cards, they, they planned out their schedule, and then once you get to the conference, what do you do? <laughs> Honestly, my number one tip for this is just like, be positive. And that, here's why I say that. Conferences are hard to produce. And I think when we're 
when we're just a participant, you know, someone who bought a ticket and shows up, I think sometimes it get it's very easy to be like, oh, this line is long. Oh, there's, uh, uh, I don't know yeah, where why I am. Why isn't this you know? more organized? Like, why is the check-in line taking so long? Like, how come they can't find my name? This is awful. Right. And I, I just think overall, every conference I, I've ever been to, I can say with confidence, they're doing their best, right? Sure. Like, and sometimes when there's like, wedding MBA gets 5,000 people. If there's 5,000 people, like, God bless. We're just, everyone's going to do the best they can, right? Um, and so first I just say, like, try to stay positive, look on the bright side of things. Um, try to get as much sleep as you can. Uh, I know that's challenging, especially with something like wedding MBA where there's parties every single night. Mm-hmm. But um I mean, I like sleep. So there, for me, there's nothing worse than waking up groggy and being like, okay, let's go to class now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I don't learn anything that way. I think it's important to stay hydrated. I know that sounds yes. like very basic, but keep drinking your water. Especially if it's a conference where the booze might be free flowing. Yes. Or once I was, I went to a conference in Denver and, uh, Uh-oh. Yeah, the altitude really screwed me up. And I was like, why do I feel dizzy all the time? And everyone's like, well, the altitude also you're not drinking any water. And I was like, yeah. oh, right. I've had nothing but coffee all day. Like that's yes. not great as well. Um, and then I think, you know, at the conference is a perfect place to practice your networking skills. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of, you know, networking is not something that sh- that is necessarily um, second nature to everyone. It's something that needs to be practiced. And so at the conference is the perfect place to practice hello, what is your name, your elevator pitch, you know, making small talk, hey, do you know Mindy, you know, making those connections with people and just, um, you know, engaging really. Yeah. And I will say that uh, this is something I really struggle with as an introvert. I don't like going up and talking to new people. So if you're introverted like me, this is what I do. I will think about how much money I spent on the conference and how mad I would be at myself if I got home and didn't make any new connections. And usually I'll have to like, <laughs> it's a little embarrassing, <laughs> but I'll go into the restroom and I'll like find a quiet place and I'll like give myself a little pep talk. And I'm like, okay, Mindy, you're going to go out there and you're going to talk to five new people. You're going to hand out five new business cards. And if they're not interested in talking to you, you can move on to the next person, but you just have to meet five people. And chances are one out of the five will be awesome and it won't be a waste of time. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I love that you do that. So if you struggle with talking to new people, but you don't want to waste the opportunity, just give yourself a little pep talk and make a deal with yourself. And then once you've reached your five people or your three people or your 12 people, whatever your goal is, then you reward yourself with like a glass of wine or a piece of chocolate or whatever your reward system is. (laughs) I love that. Well, then since you said tips for introverts, I'll say tips for extroverts, because I know everyone thinks it's very easy for extroverts, but I'm going to give my extroverts out there two tips. Do not steamroll over everyone else's conversation, just because I know you can. (laughs) Make space for other people to say words as well. And then use your, use your extrovert for good. Use your superpower to connect people together. Um, So, you know, that's one of my favorite things to do. It's like, if I'm, if I can hear myself just talking and talking, I'll turn to someone and be like, oh, hey, do you know Holly, Holly, Mindy, Mindy, Holly? And then you've made a connection. You've helped out someone who might need a little hand in getting to know people. Oh, and on that note, this is a note for everyone. There is a reason conferences give you name tags. 
wear the name tag, wear it somewhere where people can see it. Don't put it on the leg of your pants. Yeah. And if you're That's so hard for people, if your name tag doesn't say your business name on it already, please write your business name on your name tag, please. Yes. And can you put it somewhere where everyone can read it? Like right up top, like maybe not on your um, bra line, maybe above that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make it easy for people to not stare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Or sometimes people wear it real low, like by their belly button. And I'm like, I'm never going to look down there to look at your name. Yeah. That's it's too weird. Don't make it awkward yeah. for other people. Don't make it awkward. Yep. <laughs> My other giant tip for what you should do at the conference is if you have a lunch break that you know is not covered by the conference. So some of the smaller conferences will, you know, already have a plan in place for you for lunch, but at something like wedding MBA, you are on your own and there is nothing worse than trying to wait in line with 4,000 other people mm. for a sandwich at something depressing like subway. Right. Yeah. You know, the lunch is coming, make a plan. Either you send someone to a restaurant ahead of time to go grab a table or you order Grubhub on your app on your phone to deliver to the conference center because they will do that. Uh, or, you know, make a plan with friends like we're all going to go to this one place. You have to have something in mind. Otherwise, you will end up eating the sad, cold Subway sandwich. Yeah. After waiting in line 30 minutes for it and wasting half your lunch. So. Right. And, and you don't want to ruin your whole day with a bad lunch. At least I know I don't. <laughs> lunch is very important to us. It is. You have to. <laughs> Water, lunch. These are important things, people. These are important things. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's a good point. Make a plan ahead of time. So those are our pro tips for the conference. Those are the basic ones. Um, but then, you know, a lot can be said for what happens after the conference. Yeah, you don't just go to the conference and that's it. You have to do so, a little bit of follow up. So be sure that if you met someone awesome, you follow up with them. I like to send out a... This is my little cheat that I do. I do a bulk email. I know that sometimes that's kind of cruddy, but I'll send out a bulk email to uh, everyone and I put everyone's email in the BCC section so they can't all see it and they can't reply to all and everyone gets annoyed with me. <laughs> and I'll just say, uh, you know, we briefly met at Wedding MBA. I just wanted to keep in touch. This is how you can find me. This is how you can sign up for my email list. This is how you can get my free gift with my email. Uh, find me on Facebook. Find me on Instagram. Just like other ways for people to connect with me. Now, if there's someone that I really made a connection with and we talked about something specific, then obviously I'll email them directly and talk about the specific thing. But if I collect a business card, they will always get a follow-up email from me. I love that. On that note, I want to say sort of the opposite thing, which is just because you've collected someone's business card does not mean you can add them to your mailing list. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. They have to do it themselves. You cannot add people manually to your email list. It is against the law. It's such a huge pet peeve of mine. I've been put on so many mailing lists over the years, not recently, back when it used to be a little less like, you know, I don't know. I think right now everyone knows that it's a, that it's a no, no, but like after one of those blogging conferences, I literally was on like 30 new mailing lists and I was like, mm. whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm just unsubscribing going like, I never asked to be put on this list, which always yeah. feels so jerky to have to press that button. But it's like, I met you for five seconds. I don't want to be on your mailing list about how to be a stay at home mom because it doesn't pertain to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. So please don't do that. 
Exactly. And then what I like to do after the conference, and it's also helpful if I'm ever going to a conference where I'm taking a flight home, is that on the flight home, I go through my notes, whether I've typed them or handwritten them, because I do do a bit of both. Um, and I go at them with a highlighter if it's there, if they're written or, you know, the highlight on my docs. And I just see like, what is the most important thing? Like what resonated with me the most? Mm -hmm. And what can I take action on like this week? And then I, I tend to make like three different buckets. So like, what can I do this week? What am I doing in the next month? And then like, what is a six month goal or sometimes longer? Like sometimes you get an idea, like the idea I got at the speaker's retreat that I was like, okay, that's going to take me several months to work out. You know, that was not an immediate, uh, you know, reward for, for having the information, but it was something that was more long-term. So I put them in three buckets. Yeah, that that's a really good idea. Thanks. I, I try to make the most of the conferences. I mean, like I said, I love going to the conferences, but then I also love, you know, the aftermath of the conferences. And, you know, at some of the conferences I've been to, like when I was at Savvy Experience, which was Heather Crabtree's um, amazing conference, which she's sadly no longer doing, um, we were encouraged to find an accountability partner at the conference. And we were encouraged to check in with one another like every month. That's a good idea. So if that's not something that automatically comes with your conference, it's something to consider to, to arrange with a buddy. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, uh, last year, I think it was at the Wedding Wire World Conference, Alan Berg was talking about adding a chat box to your website and how he was telling you statistics on you know, the conversion rates and how uh, millennials really like it. And while he was talking about it, I, I added it to my website like <laughs> while I was there because I thought to myself, if I wait and try to do this later when he's not showing me slides of how to do it, um, it's not going to get done. And so I literally did it and it's still on my website right now and it works. I mean, people chat with me on it. Um, but I did it in the moment and that is a little extreme. Like I don't recommend, you know, I don't recommend doing that because in a way I was sort of not listening to the full presentation because I was implementing, but you know, if you feel inspired to take action immediately, like, yes, I think it's fine to do. The other thing I like to do after the conference is while it's fresh in my mind, sort of make not a final decision, but have a good idea of whether I would like to attend again next year, if it's something that happens annually, or if it's something that was like good and I got value from it, but like don't need to go again. Yeah, that's important. Like you don't have to keep going back to the same conference year after year if it's not going to serve you anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, I went to uh, the Oso Inspired conference a few years ago that was up in Napa Valley. And it's a, it's a wedding conference for um, like luxury wedding pros. And I loved it. I thought it was really fun and they took such great care of us. It was very luxurious. Like we were very pampered and the education was great. Um, but I haven't felt compelled to really go back because I feel like I did it. It was lovely. Um, and I wanted to, con and I want to go to other places. I want to do other things. And so it doesn't necessarily mean it was a bad experience. It's just sometimes um, it checked the box and you can, you know, Move explore on. other options. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Good idea. Good tips. Thanks, Min. You too. So the whole reason we're talking about conferences at this particular time of the year is because Wedding MBA is coming up in November and our very own Renee is going to be a speaker there. Yay. Yay. 38 days, you guys. 38 <laughs> days from the day we're recording this. I'm not... I'm not nervous or anything. I'm not counting the days. I don't know why you would say that. You it's ridiculous. shouldn't be nervous. It's going to be awesome. But we want to meet all of you if you're coming to Wedding MBA. So we're going to talk about real quick before we wrap this up, all the different ways that you can come see Renee speak and also come chat with us. Yes, because Mindy's going to be there too, y'all. Uh, 
tell them the first option to meet you, Renee. Okay, well, Wedding MBA is this year in Vegas at the Convention Center, and it's from November 6th through the 8th. However, we actually begin on Monday, November 5th, because that day is badge pickup. And like I said before, the Wedding MBA gets about 5,000 people. If you wait to pick up your badge on the morning of, um, that's going to be kind of a madhouse. You're so be in a if you, line. Yeah. So if you get there on Monday, which I suggest you do, I'm doing a meet and greet during badge pickup from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the convention center right next to where you're getting your badge. So I'll be there with a bunch of other speakers and we're just there to like meet you guys, casually chat, say hello, take a selfie, like whatever. I'm happy to meet everyone who's coming. So that's Monday from 2 to 4. Later that same day on Monday, November 5th from 5 to 7 p.m., uh, myself and a bunch of other wedding industry pros, which I'll mention in a, in a minute, are hosting a networking happy hour at the SLS Paradise Lounge. The SLS is a hotel that is off the strip, but on the monorail. Oh, good. And that's important because the monorail is also how you get to the convention center. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so the happy hour is uh, hosted by myself, Christina and Rob from Isle Planner. Amber Anderson, who runs the Refine Group on Facebook for wedding planners, and Heidi Thompson, the owner of Evolve Your Wedding Business. So the four of us are co-hosting. It's a very, it's a free networking happy hour. Come have a drink with us, um, chat. Mindy will be there too. I will be there. I'm not an official host, but I will be tagging along. So yes, I'll be there, and we'd be happy to discuss podcast stuff with y'all. So everything. Let's have a drink together, yo. Yes, and then. And then Tuesday is going to be awesome. That's a full day of the conference. Uh, That night, Tuesday uh, has all the big parties like the wedding wire and not parties. Um, And we don't have information on those. I just know that that's when they're happening and we will be there. Yes. (laughs) Renee and I will be uh, probably together at the parties. Yes. And if I happen to be dancing on the back of a table, Uh just leave me, just leave me there. No, I'm just kidding. I won't do that this year. (laughs) This year. (laughs) We have to be professional this year. I've done it years before. (laughs) And then, and then Wednesday morning, November 7th, bright and early at 8am, I am presenting in the wedding planning track. Uh, My presentation is called Sunrise Sunset, but uh, the actual title that I like is The Myth of Day of Coordination. And we are going to be giving out free donuts to the first 200 people in the room. What? Because I know that 8 a.m. is early and y'all going to be hungover and I'm not above bribing people. Like, let's just be honest. I want you to come and why not give out some donuts and it's going to be rad. And then spoiler alert, I'm actually going to be launching my new course, Wedding Management 101 from the stage at Wedding MBA. Oh my goodness. And if, if you're there, you might get a discount. Ooh. Maybe. No, you will get a discount, but you have to be present to get the discount donuts and discounts you guys don't sleep in for that one november 7th 8 a.m put it on your calendar right this second so that you don't miss it and come see me and mindy in vegas because we're super fun we are we're the we're like probably the most fun people to hang out with in the wedding industry you guys um obviously (laughs) but i think they already know that yes (laughs) been listening for a while you know how fun we are but we do want to meet everybody in person Any of these opportunities are a great time to come hang out with us and chat about whatever is on your mind. And then be sure to come see Renee's presentation on Wednesday, November 7th at 8 a.m. And then after the presentation, we'll probably just be floating around. After the presentation, we're actually going to be, remember, we're going to be right outside the room uh, for like any, any 
questions afterwards, you can come talk to us. Yeah. We're going to have a little table right outside the, um, the room only because there's another presentation directly following mine. So what they want is for the speakers to kind of head outside and take questions outside. Oh, and Mindy, we forgot. We're probably going to have, we're going to have some swag for everybody. Podcast Ooh, swag. Yes, we will definitely have podcast swag for you guys. So be sure to come find us. I don't know if we'll have it all the time, but definitely at Renee's presentation, we will have it at mm -hmm. our table outside the, the presentation room. So yay. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much uh, for listening. Is there any other uh, wedding MBA stuff to talk about, Renee? I think we covered it all. I think we covered it all. Just get there, be there, be awesome. Come find us, come see us. We look exactly the same way we do on our photos, really. Yeah. And uh, and we'll probably be together. So <laughs> easy <laughs> to find us. us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just we, we'd love to meet you guys. And thank you again so much for listening to us week, week after week. And thank you for your reviews, which we love. And thanks for joining our Facebook group, Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast insiders where we are continuing all these conversations and uh, we're having people give us ideas for new episodes so if you're listening and you have an idea for a new episode join the facebook group and let us know yeah please uh let us know what you want to hear if you have any questions about attending conferences and want to further continue the conversation please come to facebook um otherwise we will see you on the next episode and we will see you at wedding mba woohoo see you next week Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz. <laughs>